Thank you for tuning in again today. This is Chris here with Would You Gaming. I wanted to discuss with you all some of the upcoming PS4 and PS5 releases, some of the release dates, and some of the gameplay reveals that we just got from Sony's latest state of play. It's good to see that some of these games are coming out for both because as far as I'm concerned, PlayStation 5s are a myth. They might as well be a unicorn. They don't exist until I get one of those guys in my hand. And the first release that we actually learned about was the Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time. March 12th, we get the 4K release of that. If you own an existing copy on PS4, you get to upgrade that for free, so that's nice. Nice to see when they're not trying to keep their hand in your pocket take everything. So, if you own that and you're interested, you can play that 4K. It looks pretty sleek there. It'll be a good game. If you like it, that's you, and go for it. Next, we learned about House Marquis Returnal. We get some... They seem very interesting. It seems to follow the Souls-like formula of live, die, repeat, albeit with a random enemy placement a la roguelite. We got a bit more about the story and quick-paced combat. The game seems to follow House Marquis' past titles. The gameplay is fast and unforgiving. This title is going to launch on the PlayStation 5 on April 30th, 2021. Next, we saw Knockout City again. We first saw this at the Nintendo Direct about a week ago at this point. This video that we received today was more in line with giving us details on strats that can be used in the games to gain an edge over our opponent. Trick shots, curving around walls and over barriers, as well as faking out a throw to catch your opponent off guard and mess up their timing are all techniques that you can use. It's a unique concept. It will require an online community to keep it alive though, so their crossplay is already a thing. They're doing a crossplay beta that's been announced. That's going to be coming soon. They'll give us more information about that. So, it'll be interesting to see what this game can be, but like I said, it's going to require that online community, and crossplay is definitely the way to go there, especially if it launches on PC as well. If we have this on Switch, PlayStation, PC, and inevitably Xbox, we'll be good to go, and that community can stay alive and thrive, and you can play this if you would like that. There's going to be one-on-one and 3v3, and there's even a mechanic where if you are the target, if you do a quick catch or time it just right, It'll power up the ball, so when you throw it again, it becomes easier to hit your opponent. So, they've added some strategy to this, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And when I first saw this next game, I thought it looked a lot like Absolver in the way it played. Absolver, if you are not familiar, was a hand-to-hand combat. It was an MMO you played online, and it had melee mostly, but you could get melee weapons as well, like swords and staffs, I believe. And this game is called Sifu. It looks to be an action beat-em-up with a unique mechanic when you are defeated. It looks as if instead of dying and respawning, you simply age and jump right back up. It's a unique way to do this, and I want to see how far it progresses. Is the character going to lose strength and hit less hard as they gain age? Or are they going to be damaged more easily? Killed easier? I have to see when this launches sometime this year on the PlayStation 5. Solar Ash is a 3D action platformer. The visuals on this title are stunning with a more cartoonish art style that seem to serve it well. You skate across the landscape, even moving fast in the midst of combat. It has giant beasts you can fight atop, reminiscent of Shadow of the Colossus. It looks to be a neat little title, and like I said, very artistic. This title skates on the PS4 and PS5 in 2021 sometime. Next, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breaks looks like something that would scare the crap out of me. So hard pass for me. I will not be playing this game. I don't like scary games or movies. Jump scares just kill me. I don't want none of that. 
I attempted to play through Outlast, and nope, I played a decent amount of Resident Evil 2 up to the point where you have to evade Nemesis. Something about not being able to defend yourself and just drop an enemy and just clearing the room of enemies so you're safe just doesn't sit well with me. Much less in Outlast where you have no defense at all. Your best defense is hiding. So you just hide and if your camera battery runs out, you're just in the dark. So no. Even the flood levels in the original Halo just terrify me. An enemy that just keeps spawning, no thank you, I'm out, peace. We also saw Oddworld Soulstorm, which reminded me of Lemmings from the SNES. Or Pikmin for those of you who are not familiar with that series. You can recruit Mugukins to help you in your fight against the Glukins. And there are over a thousand Mugukins that you can actually save. They can be equipped to help you with items that you build from materials you've either scavenged, looted, or pickpocketed from enemies. You can be passive, chaotic, or something in between. So this means that there's some replayability value for the players who just want to experience the game in every way possible. You can also possess foes to unlock paths or use their abilities against your enemies. There are also traps that must be avoided through your gameplay. Your actions affect Abe and all those who he helped liberate on April 6th on PS4 and PS5. Side note, PS Plus subscribers get a PS5 version of this for free and it's starting April. Well, guess I'm screwed when it comes to that. Kenna, Bridge of the Spirits, I won't lie, I was guilty of judging this when I saw the art style and all. I was like, yeah, this looks cool, but it's just going to be another action adventure, maybe platformer game or something along those lines, and I would totally written it off. Then the combat showed up. In particular, the slow-mo fall and shot from the bow in the air. I got serious Aloy vibes. and had so much fun with Horizon Zero Dawn. This just took me right back there. Then I saw one of the larger enemies piece itself together and start swinging as the protagonist dodged and struck back with the staff. And I was like, well, this looks like it's going to be a pretty good game. We have a release date of August the 24th, 2021. That's going to come to PS4 and PS5. Deathloop has not been on my radar, but after this catchy cinematic trailer, that may be a thing of the past. We did get to see one of the abilities of our protagonist going invisible as he slid through a room in a lobby, unseen by his foes. And then he slipped through the lobby, and then later on we got to see he teleported from room to room, removing all life from both. This was Sony's larger reveals in the evening. We can see if it plays is as good as it looks on May 21st. That's for the PS5 only. Finally, Final Fantasy VII PS5 patch and the Yuffie DLC that includes additional characters to play as in story. Though how much story remains to be seen. Throwing it out there, this is going to be $30 or more. That's my estimate on it. If we're lucky, it might be $40, who knows. At least we're getting some additional story for the game. The game was great and I loved it in particular. Upgraded version looks much more detailed, though the comment section was going in on those clouds. They just love the clouds. And my lord, look at them puddles. And I can't wait to see those puddles firsthand. But at this point, it's looking like I'm going to be able to play part 1 through 3 on PS5 because I'm not going to be able to get that guy until 2025 or later. Anyways, I just wanted to go over some of the releases we got this evening, talk to you guys, see what you thought. Like I said, going into this, I really didn't have high hopes or anything along those lines. I just thought that it would be an interesting time. Maybe we would get some news about God of War. Didn't really expect that, but maybe we get like a cinematic trailer. Or maybe we saw some more for Horizon Forbidden West. Who knows what we're going to get, but I was not uh, I was not disappointed whatsoever in what I got, and I... I really enjoyed it. So, like I said, let me know what you guys think, what we can do next. Let me know if you like this type of podcast. Rate the podcast, like, subscribe, and let us know what you think. Until next time, peace.